Success is not given, it's earned, by Jameson Moore. For any young boy growing up outside of Montreal, playing professional hockey is a dream. Martin St. Louis was one of the few who was able to accomplish this lofty goal. As one may think, this was not an easy process for him. There were many bumps in the road and challenges he had to overcome. Throughout his hockey career, Marty was always a very smart and skilled player. The only thing he was missing was size. Listed at five foot eight, Marty was one of the smallest players in the NHL throughout his career. What he lacked in height, he made up with heart. Even playing youth hockey as a young boy, there were many who doubted his capabilities and figured he was too small to be a good hockey player. He proved all these people wrong when he earned a spot at the University of Vermont, a Division I hockey powerhouse. Even still, there were people with doubts on how successful he would be in college. Once again, Marty proved all of these people wrong. As a freshman, he was named to the East Coast Athletic Conference, ECAC for short, all-rookie team. As a sophomore, he was named an ECAC first-team all-star, an NCAA All-American, and an ECAC player of the year. As a junior and senior, Marty was named captain of his team. After finishing his career as the all-time leading scorer for the University of Vermont, Marty decided to enter into the NHL draft, but to everyone's surprise, he was not selected by any teams. I ended up signing with Calgary out of college, and uh, my first couple of years I bounced in the minors a little bit, but my path to the NHL was not an easy path. I was undrafted. Uh, I came at a time where it was a big man's game, so a five foot eight player uh, had a tough time. Once again, Marty had to work to establish himself as a good enough player to be in the NHL. There was never a thought in his mind that he was not good enough to make it into the pros, but being five foot eight turned away many potential teams. All he needed was someone who believed in him and who would give him a chance. That person was John Tortorella of the Tampa Bay Lightning. The one thing you need to get there, it's not just all the abilities and the mindset, is you need people to believe in you. And uh, I was fortunate enough to come across people that thought uh, that I was doing something out there. And uh, they gave me an opportunity. You know, John Tortorella was a big part of it mm. in Tampa. And uh, I was able to flourish under him. And uh, it was really a good stepping stone to a great career. In his first season with the Lightning, Marty recorded 40 points. Now, after having a good season, Marty had to prove to the rest of the NHL that he deserved to be there. In his next two seasons, he tallied over 100 points, proving that he was a valuable member of the Lightning. In the 2003-2004 season, Marty was a huge part of the deep playoff run that the Lightning put together. By leading his team to the victories in the first three rounds of the playoffs, he established himself as someone his teammates could count on in important situations. In the best-of-seven Stanley Cup Finals, the Lightning were losing the series 3-2, and a loss obviously would end their season. A win, on the other hand, would force a Game 7 and keep their hopes of winning the Stanley Cup alive. At the end of regulation in Game 6, the score was tied. Marty knew that he had to score in order to fulfill his dream of winning the Stanley Cup. 33 seconds into the second overtime, he did just that, keeping the Lightning alive for one more game. Marty's Lightning went on to win Game 7, capturing the franchise's first Stanley Cup and further solidifying his role as a leader. That season, Marty not only led the Lightning to their first Stanley Cup, he also won three of the most prestigious awards in hockey. Not bad for a 5'8 undrafted Canadian. The Art Ross Trophy is given to the player with the most points at the end of the season. The Hart Memorial Trophy is awarded to the player judged most valuable to his team. 
and the Ted Lindsay Award is given to the National Hockey League's most outstanding player in the regular season. If anyone had previously doubted Marty's ability to excel in the NHL, they no longer did. As the league's leading point scorer, MVP of his team, and overall best player in the NHL that season, he showed the hockey world that adversity was made to be overcome. Marty went on to play another 10 seasons with the Lightning, growing as a player and a leader. At the age of 38 and in his last season with them, he was named captain. Marty was a leader on and off the ice. He acted as a mentor and someone who the younger players could look up to and aspire to be. In March 2014, everything changed for Marty. In a monumental move, the New York Rangers and the Tampa Bay Lightning traded captains with Ryan Callahan of the Rangers going to the Lightning and Marty going north to the Rangers. When talking with Marty about how his leadership role changed, he said, Well, I think the biggest hurdle for me was uh, I was in Tampa for 14 years. Yeah. I was a captain my last year, but I'd been a leader for a long time in that mm-hmm. dressing room. Yeah. So it felt like it, it felt like it was mine, you know, mm-hmm. like it was like, you know, not not necessarily my team, but I really felt like I, I had taken ownership almost in that team because I was there for so long. Mm-hmm. And now you go to a new team, you have to, you know, start from scratch again. You know, mm-hmm. respect is not given, is earned. So I had earned the respect in Tampa over all these years, but now I was going to a new place. Mm-hmm. I had to earn the respect again. So. You don't show up to a new place as an established hockey player and just look around and say, boys, I've arrived, I'm here, don't worry, everything's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. No, you have to, you know, kind of uh, build relationship and, and trust. And uh, to, so to me, it was, a, it was a tough part, but uh, it was definitely a, a, a learning uh, thing in, in how to, uh, you know, uh, um, channel my leadership mm-hmm. in a different way, in a new place. Uh, uh, not where everything goes through me, you know. So yeah. it, it all started with gaining, you know, people's trust. So uh, I came across some great people there, and it, it, it uh, definitely uh, uh, felicitate my uh, my transition and becoming a leader mm-hmm. uh, pretty early on in my my time in New York. Did you have to establish your role as a leader on the Rangers, or did your teammates expect you to come in and replace the leadership role that they lost in I Ryan think, Callahan? Yeah, I mean, I think there was definitely a little bit of both. I had to establish mm-hmm. myself as well, but uh, I think they, 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 they had lost leadership, and not that there was a void, mm-hmm. but uh, they knew what I could add, and uh, they definitely, like I said, with the, you know, the quality people that were there, they definitely facilitate uh, my transition and, and uh, really wanted some uh, input from me and some feedback uh, I didn't just uh, go there to be a fly on the wall and they wanted me to be involved and help uh, you know write the ship in the right direction throughout marty's life there were many challenges and obstacles he had to overcome from being too small to being traded late in his career and having to adapt to be the leader of a new and unfamiliar team throughout all of this he had the mindset that nothing would stop him and he would prove to people that he could accomplish whatever he put his mind to Success isn't given, it's earned. Just ask Marty St. Louis.